What is up, everybody? It's your boys at Beehive Sports. We got Hunter, we got Devin, and it's your boy Wiss. We're back in studio, all right? I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty pretty pumped. ESPN Studios. I mean, I've been in this studio every day, all day, for what seems like years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, so what happened was the coronavirus breakout obviously happened. Quarantine happens. Salt Lake City like shuts down. There is, oh, you can only travel for, you know, essentials, like groceries, gas, or work. So our offices shut down. No one's allowed to come in studio. Everybody's working from home, except for me and two other dudes. Are the <laughs> literally the only ones that were still having to come in here every single day. So I was trekking from Draper to Salt Lake to come into studio. And I'd literally, I'd walk in, I'd just like head down, go into my little studio cubicle right over there shut the door, and i just be in there for like five hours. Just don't see anyone, don't talk to anyone, do the radio show, and then clock out and go home, just like without seeing anyone. Where like was I'd, Ben? He, he was doing well. Well, Ben never comes into studio. Yeah, so Ben's always... So that was the kind of the nice thing was that um, Ben's always done the show remotely. So he's always in... Lehigh or American okay. Fork at his Orthopro's office is doing the show uh, via his like Comrex. So he like bought his own Comrex. He's like, I don't want to go up to freaking Salt Lake every single day. Like I got business down here. Like if I'm going to be going to Salt Lake and back, that's like an hour yeah. less that I can be working his Orthopro's business. So he just like went out and like bought a Comrex like on his own, like wow. thousands of dollars. He's <laughs> oh like, just because he didn't want to come to Salt Lake. <laughs> so he's been doing that for like a couple of years now. And so our show didn't change at all. Like, but the other shows, so like the ESPN 700 show, the Bill Riley show, and the Spence Check It show, they like were assigned Comrexes. And um, they did the show pretty much how Ben's done the show forever. Uh, but you still have to have someone in studio to run the soundboard, to turn the you know, Comrex on and off, to throw it to commercial breaks, to add in commercials, to you know, do all that other stuff. So I still had to be coming into Salt Lake. So I've been in this studio every day forever. I like had to like beg like it's the second that people were allowed to like kind of start coming back in. I was like, okay, like fill in for me these days. Like I'm going on vacation. Like right. Memorial Day weekend, I think it was like the first weekend that other people were allowed to come into the studio, and they like started to reopen it so that you know employees could come back in stuff like that. So I was like, one of you like fill in guys. So we have a tech uh, who also fills in sometimes doing the producing for the show. So like when Ben was gone and I was hosting the show, you know, Devin, he, I was in American Fork mm -hmm. and he was up here doing that. So he, luckily we have someone I was just like, yo, dude, like <laughs> take over the show for like two days. Like I just need, I just need hmm. to be gone. I just need like a couple of days off. So, but for you guys, we'll always be, we'll always do the show here. Yeah, we're here. That was my long winded explanation of like <laughs> yeah. we're back in the ESPN Yeah, series. there it is. There we go. But yeah, it's good. Right. I feel like there's a lot more, like it's more free flowing. Like there, it's more of an actual conversation. You know, when we were doing it via Google Hangouts, like the last few weeks, that was tough. It was hard because you have to, I had to listen harder because once someone else starts talking and then someone else starts to talk over that person, I'm like, like, now well, I'm that, lost. That, that, 
Then, now I can't tell what's going on. Yeah. Then I was uh, getting a bag of chips out of the cupboard and <laughs> forgot to put, mute. <laughs> put it on mute. Uh, but yeah, and I just feel like when you're in person, like you're seeing someone, like it's you're talking, yep. it's not. And that's the thing too. Like I feel like when Google Hangouts, we always just like put our like turned our cameras off because we're like I don't want to see people like just like chilling in their living room, you know. So like, yeah, like, no, I just had it on my bed off. and I was just laying on my back. Yeah, <laughs> this was like whatever. <laughs> Which like is nice. Like I don't like an hour long Facetime call is kind of awkward. But yeah, it's, I, it's a lo- it's a lot harder to have like a free flowing conversation and you know like I would say something and then I would stop and then it'd just kind of be quiet for a little bit because no one knew like should I be the one to like pick up should I be the one to like chime in here you know well then plus you like couldn't talk you had to like unmute your mic get everything ready and then talk again yeah you know what I mean see so, and I couldn't even like drink water because like I was recording it on my laptop <laughs> I, I had a really janky setup honestly I so I just had my laptop out. I had Adobe Audition on and recording, and then it was literally just recording my voice and then the sound from the speakers from the <laughs> Google Hangout. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Which, like, I was I, like, man, I didn't know we were that quiet. Like, I was like, yeah. do I need to start yelling? Like, yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean, I tried to do my best to, like, okay. make the sound levels good, all that stuff. The audio, like, my voice was clear because I was actually in the room. Right. But your guys' audio and your voices was just like the recording of the sound that was being broadcast through the computer speakers, which was being recorded by your phone and all that yep. stuff. So it was, if needless to say, if the podcast quality and the audio quality of the last few episodes was bad, apologies. Uh, we did the best with what we had. Uh, but now, I mean, coronavirus is spiking again. There's We've hit the second wave uh, and everyone's talking about how we need to shut everything down again it's not that's not going to happen but i think we should be good to go in this studio from at least you know from here on out like unless something drastic happens like unless people like start dropping dead on the streets yeah like we'll be good to come back in here so we're back in the espn 960 studios we're back doing the off-field generals podcast with some good quality everyone's got their mic everyone's going to be crystal clear you can hear them you can understand them uh, so winner is the listeners because they can understand the audio quality. Uh, loser is kind of me. I mean, I enjoy doing the podcast from here. Uh, I enjoy obviously getting together with the homies and talking sports. But I mean, we finished the show at like five thirty, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so it's seven forty-five. Yeah. So I just kind of been chilling, been here um, all day. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. So I mean, I enjoy it. It's fun. I. Rachel's probably just like chilling at home. She probably enjoys it too. She's probably a winner. Yeah, gets but, free time. She's yeah, away. yeah, that's my winner, Rachel. <laughs> winners, Rachel. Um, but our sports, our real winners and losers uh, of the week. We'll start with Alex. Give us your winner and your loser. All right. So my winner, baseball fans, because it's back. We're back. We're back. It's been officially stamped. Come back. I got real hyped. Yeah. I was just like yelling at Rachel. I was like, baseball is back. And she's like, okay. okay. Like, did it leave? <laughs> All right. Did yeah, it, where'd it go? I, did didn't baseball know, leave? I didn't know it wasn't here. <laughs> I know? explained to her, like, look, yeah. you haven't had sports. Yeah. This is a big monumental moment. Exactly. And my loser, anyone who's on the receiving end of Pat Beverly's tweets. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see this. I want it. What happened? Well, so it was. Um, I actually, I should follow Patrick Beverly, honestly. But. So Jared, I don't know if you heard about the thing about Jared Dudley. So he said, not enough talk about soft tissue injuries with basically two weeks of full court five-on-five to prepare for three potential months, right? Yeah. And then Patrick Bailey <laughs> says... I, I already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, again, basketball is a year-round sport 
We don't want to hear that in here. Check. <laughs> With the best ball. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said for both of them. Sure. Like, you can be worried, but sure, like, it's not going to be ideal. But most of these guys have home gyms. Right. A ton of them have, you know, yep. quarantine be darned. I'm going to, they're still going and playing. Right. Like, Tabo was like, yo, you want to go check out the freaking whatever league it is? Oh, yeah. No, the Pro-Am. The yeah. Pro-Am. He's yeah. like, yo, yeah, Frank Jackson plays in it. I was like, Frank Jackson has to be in Orlando in like a week. <laughs> right. But so like a lot of these guys have been playing. Also, let's not pretend NBA training camps are like a week. I, exactly. There's like this, it's a media yeah. day. There's a week of practices and then preseason starts. So let's yeah. not. And well, listen, it's like pretend it's like this Jared isn't Dudley out. that you decided just to sit on your butt this whole time. Like everyone else was ready. Yeah. You know, that's on you. Apparently, Zion Williamson is in phenomenal shape. Let's go. From what I saw. Good for him. Yeah, Jared Dudley should have been getting prepared this whole time. Honestly. And the thing is, is everyone's uncomfortable right now. Everyone is going through something different than they ever have before. Mm -hmm. So don't sit there and play your fiddle, like your little tiny fiddle, like you're so picked on just for your situation. Everyone's uncomfortable right now. Just go with it. Do what you can. And that's why the NBA has these eight games. Look, Jared Dudley plays for the Lakers. They don't care. These eight games don't matter to the Lakers. Well, that, and then they don't, playing and they five don't, minutes yeah, a like, game anyway. They don't need him. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need him. So it's <laughs> like, like... It's for okay. seeding. But let me tell you something. Orlando, home, what's home court? Like, what is... Sure, like, matchup-wise, it matters. Like, the Lakers probably don't want to get matched up with the Clippers round one. You get a better right. hotel. I think the hotels have already been assigned, though. I thought... I, I, I don't know, but I heard... The that, hotels heard are based that, off the seeding as yeah. of the second. Because oh, they okay, obviously, because okay. they're going to be going to Orlando, they can't then change hotels like mid Orlando trip, you know? Yeah. So the hotels have already been determined, but it, that's true. They do get a nicer hotel. That's, that's better. Pretty the sweet. higher seats get better. Yeah, that's pretty like, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. But like the Lakers, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. they, no, they don't need it. Are, these are going to be preseason games to the Lakers. They're, they're going to be a warm up. Yeah, these, are, these are tune up games. That's yeah. it. That's all it is. So, I mean, for teams like uh, the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, yeah, like. They're going to have to play their starters. A lot of minutes. They're going to have to go hard. But for the Lakers, for the Jazz, for the Celtics, for the Bucks, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just play the eight games. There are going to be eight preseason games, and then you're going to go into the playoffs. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I like it. Uh, I need to follow Patrick Beverly, yeah. is what I learned. Should. Um, my winner is family time. Speaking yeah. of the NBA, speaking of the Lakers, speaking of Orlando, winner family time because Avery Bradley decided to sit out uh, the Orlando playoffs because he has a son, six years old, uh, difficulty recovering from respiratory sicknesses. So, of course, Avery Bradley, in the best interest of his son, uh, decided I'm not going to play. Now we get more J.R. Smith because, mm. yep. uh, according to Shams and Woj, J.R. Smith is the leading candidate to replace Avery Bradley on the Lakers roster. So, I love that we're now pairing <laughs> sure, LeBron. Is yeah, I was, like, was going to say, is LeBron well, want him? Does LeBron want him? I love the fact that now we're putting J.R. Smith back on LeBron's team for the playoffs. And then (laughs) if the Lakers lose, they're going to be like, well, he was playing with J.R. Smith. Yeah, exactly. Well, stop bringing J.R. Smith to play on LeBron's team. (laughs) They don't need him. It's not going to make him better. J.R. Smith is going to be the reason that LeBron loses in the finals year after year. At what point is LeBron going to stop bringing J.R. Smith around? Uh, It's the the (laughs) perfect built-in excuse now that Avery Bradley is like, and good for Avery Bradley, absolutely the right decision on his part. Like, if you have a kid who could die because of coronavirus, of course, don't put yourself at risk. Stay home. But now, J.R. Smith's going to play for the Lakers. He's going to do something. I mean, did we learn uh, not 
learn our lesson a couple of years ago with the LeBron, you know, hands out to I Jared want, Smith at half court. I don't want name. anyone on my team uh, to not know which way their basket's honest, at. Honestly, like, I don't know. That, if I was J.R. Smith, I would have been like, no, I ain't coming back. And well, why? It's because it's like, ring. if you guys win, it's great. But if you guys lose, all of a sudden it's going to be Avery Bradley's gone. We had J.R. Smith instead of Avery Bradley. Because, you know, any Lakers fan going to have some kind of excuse. It is perfect. It's going to so, be all season long. It's been like, oh, look at the Lakers. Look at LeBron. You know, Dwight Howard, Alex Caruso, uh, now J.R. Smith. I'll get but Caruso if, out of there. But now if the Lakers it's lose, joke. it's going to be like, well, look at LeBron. He was playing with a bunch of bums. He was playing with J.R. Smith, Alex Caruso, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. Yeah. <laughs> Caruso on his four points a game gets on ESPN every night. Give me a break. But then if the Lakers win, it's going to be like, look at LeBron. Carried this team. Yep. Everybody like, hopping, his, hopping his bag. Yeah. it's. I mean, LeBron I, just consistently finds himself in these for, situations. For the Lakers' sake of being good this year, I was kind of hoping the NBA season would be canceled. Just so <laughs> just you know, a year the year of LeBron's the, prime, the year gone. that they're back, just gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I, like um, I mean, I would like that. Yeah, <laughs> my loser is nerds. Is nerds nerds? Okay. Uh, we've officially let nerds too close to sports. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and their confidence level in the world of sports has gotten too high. Amen. Um, the latest edition and the latest example <laughs> of this fact that nerds have infiltrated sports and we've let them grow, grow too comfortable is the fact that they've created this list. And we talked about this list via text, all of us, and it was oh the boy. five best NFL teams of the decade. Listen, am I upset with the list? Look, here's no. the list. Alex, <laughs> I know wrong? you're not. Yeah. yeah, okay. I was like, Alex, you <laughs> can't admit, give me a break. <laughs> One through five should have been. Anyway, sorry, do the list first and then we'll Here's your talk. list. Number one, the 2013 Seahawks Super Bowl champs. I'll hear the argument for that. Number two is the 2010 Pats. 14-2 and two regular season. Yes, great regular season team, but they lost to the Jets in the playoffs. And if you lose to the Jets in the playoffs when it matters, you're not the second best team of the decade. Right. Number three is the 2015 Seahawks, who were 10-6. and six. <laughs> Listen, man. Number four was the 2012 Seahawks that, yes, they were 11-5, and five, but they were the second place in the NFC West that year. Not even the best team in their division. Somehow they're the fourth best team of the decade. And then number five is the 2019 Ravens who didn't win a single playoff game. Right. I'm just curious on what their stats are, like so what their data is. It just like off it players was, who are on the roster? So like, no, oh, that so guy turned out to be good. No, so it was some advanced analytic <clears throat> data metric system, which is okay. why nerds are the losers. Oh, so the same a, reason that Utah technically has a national championship, right? Yeah, like these weird one those, little one of those systems. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got so it. <laughs> it's these weird little data-driven, you know, analysis that these nerds who have infiltrated sports and grown far too comfortable are now saying the best, the the third best team of the entire decade was the ten and six Seattle Seahawks. And you can't argue with them because they're just going to pull up their little statistics. Yeah. That's. I mean. There's some credence that should be given to data and numbers and all that advanced stuff. Right. It's proven that in some cases it works. But when it comes to ranking the five best teams, let's leave that out of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, they the, can the thing be is, the is if you don't win games. They can be the tiebreaker. Sure. Yeah. Like, I'm if you're like, oh, I don't know, the 2013 Seahawks or the 2016 New England Patriots, then sure. You know, use those numbers to, right. you know, split the hairs. But come on, 
the tw- the ten and six Seattle Seahawks were better than the fourteen and two New England Patriots that had the greatest Super Bowl comeback of all time. The twenty nineteen <laughs> Ravens are better than the twenty nineteen <laughs> Chiefs, the team that actually won the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, listen, that's I mean, if we make this place, list, go off wins. The second place Seattle Seahawks in the NFC West are better than the historically great Denver Broncos defense. Alex, are you are you sure you weren't the one making this list? Listen, man. <laughs> I don't even know if I could take credit. I wish, like, <laughs> wish I could, but it's like that's pretty bad. Like, it is it, when when you sent it to me, I didn't know it was real. I thought it was just yeah. like some like one of those meme pages, and I was like, like well, the first I, so one, when I saw like, it the on first Instagram. one made made sense, but then like the rest of them, I was like, okay, they got they're joking, yeah, they're messing around, right? I, yeah, I saw the list and I was like, oh, Seattle Seahawks, okay, makes sense. Oh, Patriots, okay, makes sense. Oh, Seahawks again? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait, Seahawks for a third time? They only have one Super Bowl ring, yeah, right? Yep. So, and it's not even the other team. The other team that made this Super Bowl isn't even on this list. The 2014 Seahawks, the team that then went to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> to lose, yeah. So there's three Seahawks teams. Only one of those teams even made a Super Bowl appearance. The other two, 10 and 6, yeah. second place in the NFC Listen, West. maybe comebacks are just weaknesses. Maybe that's what it is because we... <laughs> That year when we went to the second one is when we came back against the Packers late. Who filters things at ESPN? Because I see half these lists it's that come out sometimes, and I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> what? Listen, man, they're bored. They need stuff. So I know they're, they're bored. They're and you know, they do, they do do this so we can sit here and boggle our mind at 11 a.m. <laughs> given on us why this content. is yeah. a I mean, crappy it makes list. our group chat fun. It does. Yeah, finally, there was something does. to talk about. I know. Well, then I started, started pooping, on, pooping on Devin's Broncos. He's like, hey, easy. Yeah, easy, easy. Easy. I said nothing about the Broncos there, okay? I had to. <laughs> well, no, it was because Tabo brought the Broncos in because he was like that Broncos offense. I was like the one, they got the one that, on. we, that we yeah, but destroyed. <laughs> I think Denver should have still been on that list with that defense. Absolutely. So here's yeah. what was my list. I actually didn't have Denver. So, sorry. But, I mean, it's uh, sorry, Devin. Easy, they might, they easy. might, They might like, make the they're, top ten. They're five and six. You, I'll hear the argument. Number one, I had the 2016 Patriots, 14 and two, greatest Super Bowl comeback in the history of football. Number two, I had the 2013 Seahawks, elite defense, won one of the most lopsided Super Bowls in NFL history. Easy, what it is. Number three, I had the 2019 Chiefs, just that offense, potent offense, yeah. uh, had phenomenal comebacks in pretty much every playoff game. One of the greatest, already one of the most talented quarterbacks we've seen in the sport. Yeah. So 2019 Chiefs were number three. Number four, I had the 2014 Patriots who beat the Seahawks in that Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, one of the most exciting endings to a Super Bowl. And then yep. number five, here's what five could go either way for me. I put the 2017 Eagles just because they were 13 and three and they beat the Patriots yeah. dynasty. And they're the only team to beat the modern Patriots dynasty in a Super yeah. Bowl. So like the Giants give you that. Beat, beat, you know, old school Patriots dynasty. But modern Patriots dynasty, the Eagles are the only team to beat them, and they did it with Nick Foles. It's, yeah, Denver's so that's close why to, I put that's why I put twenty seventeen. I mean, but Denver's right there. Probably Von Miller literally like single handedly won a Super Bowl yeah. for Denver. So that's why I that's part of the reason I draw I had Denver at six was because I don't know if I could say that they're one of the greatest teams of all right. time when their offense Stunk. and Peyton Manning could barely throw with the yeah. ball. The fact that they won a Super Bowl that year, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's who I had as my top five list. But nerds, losers. Yeah, I mean, man. stay away. Goes without okay. saying. But the nerds are the losers yeah. here. Come on, cut it out. Um, th- yeah, they've worn out their welcome in the world of sports. I mean, Darren Ravel, give me a break. Uh, Devin, your winner and loser. My winner, my winner is 
sports being back, coming yeah, back. It's on its I, way. I got excited the other day because you know it's, it's been like it's been so long. You just sit there and you scroll through Twitter, and it's just a bunch of arguments and old sports things. Nothing new. You could see obviously out of this list on there's nerds that are bored. Everyone's bored. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. Um, I mean, outside of you know racial injustices, as are good topics to bring there, up on there the are sports some shows. Things to right talk there about, is. But. Sports, but, I mean, sports-wise, so. I just see, like, MLB's back. NBA has a deadline coming back. College football is going to be back. And I was just thinking, I, it, it's like a light at the end of the tunnel right now of something you can actually do to watch and follow sports again. And I think the winners are sports fans everywhere that's coming back. Oh, yeah. And my loser is a lot of uh, coaches right now being called out for past racism. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that a lot in the racial injustice talks. Not like, even like racism. Like Mike Gundy got called out for wearing like a t-shirt. Yeah. I mean of a news network. I mean, obviously, yep. obviously there's there's extremes on every side. There are some things that need to be called out, but it does open a door from everyone to call out every little thing right now. Yeah. Gives them a platform, which is fine. Use the platform for good, but don't use it too extreme. But I mean, there are some old coaches that need to be put in check so that the coaches upcoming and players upcoming know that we can all play sports together and be treated the same whatever color you are so there are a lot of people going down right now like our one up the road morgan scally we won't get too deep into that but it's definitely brought some light to uh that situation in utah and wouldn't surprise me if more coaches over the years start going down for that yeah i mean well there's ones that deservedly so should be called out morgan scally for what he did um and he did well to own up to it we'll see what happens with him and and that's and that's one thing because like he owned up to it he was just like listen i messed up and that is what it is and the thing is too it's like the you know the players came forward too and saying like some players some players sides some players were like yeah you've said that to me in practice and oh wait yeah, but then there's some that were just like, well, he apologized immediately because he knew how bad, he, like, yeah. how bad it was. And then other but, players like Marcus Williams were like, this dude's not racist. Right. It's just like, come on. And yeah. that's th- and that's what's hard. You're just going to get that on both sides. Yeah. But it's like, you got to respect the dudes that are like, I'm willing to fix this. Yeah. Instead of the ones that are like, what? I think yeah. it just sucks, though, because he's a, he's a shoe in for the next head coach for the next 10 years. He's the yeah. head coach in waiting. And now <laughs> who knows what his future holds. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Jeez. You mentioned MLB, and you mentioned MLB. Yep. So let's do uh, one of our newer segments, Something Nice, Something Bad. Mm. Uh, so MLB's kind of done a horrible job. <laughs> let's just oh call it how goodness. it is. It's been terrible. Uh, mm. MLB's done kind of a terrible, horrible, pathetic job of yeah, they were, getting back on the field. They could have done this a long, long <laughs> time We could have had baseball for a, the last month. Yeah. Um, but say something nice about the MLB. Uh. You uh, you fill my void between <laughs> basketball and football. Season. <laughs> you bridge the gap. Yeah, you really you keep my you keep me from jumping off a building from yeah. a boredom. Bridges the gap from NFL draft to NBA summer league. Correct. Um, Devin, something nice. Say something nice about the MLB. I'm with Alex. It does bridge the gap, and it's it's just fun watching watching baseball on a on a summer night. Makes it nice. Um, my something nice about the MLB is since they did such a great job of screwing this whole thing up and taking forever, we're now forced into a shortened season, which will allow teams like your Mariners to maybe win. <laughs> Listen. Look, all you got to do is win 40 games. We 
we ba- we barely did that last year. <laughs> I know, but look at but look at the season. start the Mariners had last year to the season. Okay, now you just got to do that, and then hope you get lucky. Okay, but listen. So okay, if I take my start where we went, we went thirty. It was no, it was more like twenty. It was like twenty eight and like four. Like it was crazy, right? It was legit. I was like, Matt, we're actually gonna do some things. We proceeded. To lose 36 straight games. Yeah, but if you're 28 and four, you're in the playoffs. And then you just got to get lucky. Yeah, we don't do that. But that's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's like, since there's only 60 games and then playoffs, teams like the Mariners, the Reds, um, not the Orioles, the Red Sox. Like, the Red Sox weren't going to be any good this year, but now they, you know, only got to win 35 games to go to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, listen, would I be so stoked? For the Mariners to make the playoffs, sure. Do you want to know why? This would be like we awesome, have the though. longest active streak. It would be an all-time if the Mariners go to the playoffs this year, and it's like we ended the streak, but it was a season that was only sixty games, and it was coronavirus season, and you know, at least they wouldn't be like, at least it that. wouldn't be going on to twenty-one years. I know. That, what would they? That's the question. I is mean, how legitimate would you look at that playoff appearance? Now, if they oh, went oh, to the I'm world, on to if they I'm went to the on world, dear life, are you <laughs> kidding if they make me? The, yeah, if they I'm make not. the wild card, I don't know if you can look at it with I'm much. Pulling, but if they go to the World Series, pocket. then yeah. If they yeah, if they go to the World Series, suck it, like, <laughs> like whatever. But if they, even they get to the wild card, be like, you can't, you can't say we got the longest streak now. It is true though that this will give teams like you know the Mets and yeah, uh, a better shot. Yeah, the Reds. You know they could find themselves the Angels. Like wouldn't Mike Trout? In the playoffs, in a shortened COVID MLB season, would be a dream come true for baseball and right. for baseball. Because you're fans. getting dudes that like you're one, finally going to see Mike Trout in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, now because when that's nice about that too is you can send like these guys can go harder. You know, it's not like I have to. There's more urgency. save my body for mm-hmm. some length of time. Now it's yeah. like just freaking heels in the ground and going. Which yeah, is why go. I think all the teams with good pitching staffs are going to be the ones that will be successful. Exactly. Yeah. So if you have a good starting pitching staff, so hey, Nationals, we could go back to back because our starting pitching is. I'd be awesome. okay with that. Certain teams just aren't allowed to win in baseball, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> That's just, so when we say something nice, you also got to say something bad. We love the NBA because they did a fantastic job of handling all this yes. and coming back and setting up probably the perfect plan to play basketball again. But say something bad about the NBA, Devin, and um, how they or whatever their plan is. I'd say something bad right now is I know it's un it's untreaded waters. No one's ever gone through what's going through right now, but I think some of the players have just kind of been getting on my nerves on how they're handling <laughs> this. Kyrie Just like complaints. Kyrie Freaking Irving. Flat earther, yeah. bro. <laughs> Kyrie Irving, but he's gonna be in the news saying something out of the blue. I think he does it just to get traction. I mean Kyrie but, the the thought process behind what he said, I can get behind. You know, yes, let's but- not provide a distraction and force these people to have the uncomfortable conversations when it comes to Yeah, race. but then you have what Austin you- Rivers. Austin Rivers shot yeah, off- down and said the best way to do it is to go out, get your paycheck, and pave a way create, financially. Create generation of wealth, of wealth for your ancestors. Also, use the platform to... Because everyone's going to be watching the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. And so... Personally, I side with Austin Rivers. I do too. But I can understand what Kyrie Irving was saying. And I can understand his thought process. The problem with it is if that's going to be your message, let someone else deliver that message. Don't have Kyrie be your messenger no. when it, on something like that. 
Because Kyrie's said and done too much <laughs> to for people, for him to come out and be like, I don't think we should play basketball. Because immediately, because of Kyrie's history, people are going to just attack him for that. So the message itself, I can get behind, but Kyrie being the one. Now there's other players who are like, oh, well, you know, I just don't want to go because I'm going to get hurt. I Yeah, and those... Like, do, like, there's something to be said about, like, hey, go do your job. Like, yeah. in the sense of Avery Bradley, I get it. Like I said earlier. Yeah, he... Absolutely right choice. Absolutely, but for someone but like, for like Jared Dudley... Jared Dudley or uh, Bertans from the yeah. Wizards, who's like, I'm not going to go because I'm entering a contract year and I don't want to yeah, well, go get hurt. Just let Pat well, Bev take care of him, all right? Yeah, go play. <laughs> okay, like, go you to, signed a contract to play. Your team is yeah. in a playoff push. Go play. Go to yeah. any other job. If the team exactly. decides to hold you out, that's one thing. But if but for him to say, I'm not going to go play because I don't want to get hurt. Yeah, go to any other job in this country and say, hey, I'm not coming in today, boss, because I'm going to sign a contract soon and I don't want to do anything today until I sign it. Yep. They're going to say, okay, we'll go find a new job. I, I feel the same way about this as it is players like in the NFL that hold out on contracts. It's my, sa- guy. my same thought Earl process. Thomas. He's a bum. All right? <laughs> Anyone that yeah, does that not- because like you you sign a deal? Earl Thomas has got a... Cause I mean, we haven't even talked about his offseason. Listen, we can get into that if we want, but... That's a rabbit hole. Yeah, but listen, because, like, I've said it before, you know, if you want to hold out and you want to get paid more, you sign this contract, so if you play bad, do we get to pay you less? Yeah. You know, so now it's like, so you're not going to show up, so then how about we just never bring you back? Yeah. Yeah. I do think that? that they are not, like, you forfeit your salary or, like, a, that whatever portion of salary if you choose not to go to Orlando... Well, it's like that you forfeit, and there should be some sort of fine if you don't have a like a reason, yeah. a good enough reason other than I just don't want to get hurt, man. Yeah, I don't you know. you decided to play professional basketball, you run that risk, suck it up. Yeah, you're uh, getting paid so much money. Am I something bad, or that these like rings that they're the players are gonna wear that are <laughs> like to tell you if you have COVID symptoms or not, like three days before you actually <laughs> yep get COVID. Yeah, little weird. Yep. Le- I mean. Definitely. I mean, there's no question that they're going to be tracking the players. Also, these aren't these players going to be tested every single day? Like, how... I just don't... I guess I haven't done too much, like, reading into it, but I just don't understand how this ring is going to tell you you have coronavirus before a coronavirus test tells you that you have coronavirus. Like, what <laughs> is the coronavirus... If that's the case, why but, doesn't I the mean, coronavirus cause, cause it, just entail... The <clears throat> coronavirus test just... Uh, until you going to the doctor's office and them sticking this ring on your finger. They don't want to get, like, in, oh, you don't want to get well, into because, this, well, man. The but. difference is because <laughs> the, the the ring is both, is it's symptom checking. You know, I know, like, but what is the coronavirus test? I mean, that's you're swabbing in the back. There's, they scratch the back of your head, man. I've seen those things. They but, go deep. Yeah, they go like, deep in there. That's different. <laughs> I, I understand, but if you're getting tested every day, then why well, are you yeah, needing symptom checks? Yeah, checked? if you're getting tested every day, then it's pointless. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Is like if you're tracking them, you're getting tested like every morning and night. Yeah, I mean, I bet you it's secretly. What is this thing going to tell you that your temperature's high? Yeah, well, listen, I bet you it's secretly something else. There's like, we're just making these sure these dudes don't leave the hotels, they don't go places. I bet you that's oh, that's a thousand percent what it is. Yeah, they're just keeping track. Yeah, so that's my something bad about the NBA, Alex. My something bad about the NBA is it's in Orlando. (laughs) Okay, honestly, the Walt Disney World of Sports Complex is sick. Sure. Sure. Yeah, but I, isn't that like the epicenter of the coronavirus right now? One of the like, epicenters. It's bad. That's why I'm Florida. saying it's, it's. Come on, man. Like, it's the only place with the infrastructure to do it, though. And I get that. And so I, 
Vegas would have been dope. That's what. Yes, and that's where I wish it was. Right? Yeah, I, I know. Been, like, we cool can go down Vegas. there, but that's Vegas doesn't <laughs> have you know the facilities well, to be having like the teams five that didn't, basketball that weren't going to make it. There so will be suck. no jazz fans in Orlando. Well, there's going to be no fans in general. That's true. But I mean, like out and around, about anywhere, it's yeah. going to be there. Listen. You will not see a jazz jersey in Orlando. Vegas, on the other hand, oh, all over the place. But I mean, Vegas had has the hotel rooms. They don't have the basketball courts. Sure, which I mean, they could because I I'm think sure the NBA is planning on have, having like multiple games going on at a time. Right, and I, I mean, and yeah, there's I'm only sure they could figure out ways to well, flash. They, like, they figure out all the tournaments, courts. all the college tournaments down there. I feel like they could figure out a way to get. But the thing is, is there. college tournament doesn't have multiple games going on at a time. It's just one after the other. Well, yeah. listen, they what they should have done so is you just, just lessen one stadium. Just lessen the teams that get to go. If you didn't have a good enough season, it sucks to suck. But then I think you're opening up a can of worms with that. Like then teams were like, we were a game and a half out of the playoffs. Yeah, well then you look at the and rest we of the had season twenty say, games left. Also, should. there's TV contracts they have to. That's uh, fair. Fulfill. Yeah, and that's fair. Listen, I I just you could have prolonged the season, but then you're. I mean, yeah. Orlando makes the most sense from a basketball stance. Sure, and from I get a that. the fact that Florida <laughs> has like the worst coronavirus numbers right now. Yeah, that's why sense. it's just like <laughs> it's like also a bad idea. So whatever. Yeah. Um, real quick question for you. I wrote this down and I highlighted it because I wanted to ask, do you think the Jazz have a better shot at the NBA championship this year because Rudy and Donovan already got coronavirus? Because imagine... Cause, if, if Bohan was still healthy, maybe. Well, just imagine, you know, it's the Western Conference Finals, Jazz versus Lakers, and LeBron gets coronavirus. Oh, I'm not going to say I'd like that, but... That's what I'm saying. It's like the, the Jazz... <laughs> is it bad to say pos- I might pray about it? Like, is that, <laughs> is that a problem? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's not crazy to say that the Jazz could potentially benefit by the fact that their two best players already, already got coronavirus. Yes. Right. I mean, yes, I, you, I agree. LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, I guess Jokic just got coronavirus, but uh, Giannis... Yeah. Like, I those mean, guys could get coronavirus at any time down in Orlando. And that's minimum two weeks. And the Jazz guys already got it. So you kidding me though? If it was LeBron though, you know the NBA just wouldn't say squat. Let him play because they lose so much know. money. Yeah. That's yeah. Bad. That would be such a bad look if yeah, they the knew NBA, get that they, like they would find their way around it. The NBA would it would be, would be a, it would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad news for the NBA. Up. I could see him doing that just because it's the Lakers and just because it's LeBron. Because then it'd be like the Lakers win because LeBron got to play through it. Then it's gonna be like, well, they cheated because they did follow the rules of the virus. And it does suck forever. It does win the championship this year, though, because it's like, oh, you had it, you had it easy. No matter though. who wins the championship, it's gonna that's always gonna be an. Experience. There's just an asterisk next to it. That's yeah. it. Uh, that was my little pre-question of the week. Um, my, I have two questions of the week. Number one, the main one: Should MLB players who used steroids be allowed into the Baseball Hall of Fame? Yes. So I watched the ESPN Thirty for Thirty Long Gone Summer, which, if you haven't watched it, you should go watch it. Um, it's about the home run chase between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa the summer of 1998 and just kind of going back and forth. And those two ultimately, I mean, McGuire had what, like 72 home runs and Sammy Sosa was like 68 home runs. Um, so it was about that, but then at the end they talk about like, Oh, also these two guys use steroids and now they can't be in the baseball hall of fame. So, I mean, there's guys like Barry Bonds, obviously Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa, Alex Rodriguez, Mark McGuire, to name a few that have been caught using steroids and yet are some of the biggest names and best baseball players. Obviously, like Barry Bonds is like mm-hmm. one of the greatest baseball players of all time, but he used steroids. So, I, Devin, you came in with an emphatic yes, so I'll, we'll let you go first. But should 
baseball players, MLB players who have been proven to use steroids be allowed into the Baseball Hall of Fame and why? I still say yes. Just, I mean, they still hit those home runs. But isn't there, is there something to be said about, well, they cheated to do it? Yes and, and no. so their I, accomplishments then shouldn't be recognized because they cheated in order to I, st- I still think they should just let them in. Those guys still work their butts off for it, even if they use PEDs. Because the thing it's is... It's hard to put a needle in your arm. You know? I it's mean, hard. Give me a break. They were still so talented outside of steroids. And tell me this. You can't tell me even to this day that there isn't people that are taking some kind of performance-enhancing drug that they're not getting caught for or someone in the past since 1990 up to now that did take a PED and just got got away with it. To this day. So just because these guys got caught for it, they shouldn't go to the Hall of Fame. Listen. They still hit those. Barry Bonds, even if he hit, even if he didn't take steroids, still would have gone down as one of the best baseball players in history. And you can't tell me differently. You yeah. can't tell me Ken Griffey wasn't on steroids. Hey, don't you? Hey, don't you come at my boy Shots like that? Don't you come, don't you come guy. at the that kid guy like would hit the that? ball like six hundred freaking feet. Yeah, you can't tell he's me you're naturally were, gifted. No, yeah, all these guys were naturally those. gifted. You can't tell it's me all enough, these guys man. were not, not naturally gifted, gifted. They still hit those home runs. Not gifted enough. They I know you're a Mariners fan, but there's no way in listen. H double hockey sticks that Ken Griffey in that era was not on PEDs. Listen, that's so Devin brings up an interesting point, and which is why exactly I think that these players should be allowed into the Baseball Hall of Fame. I do think there should be some sort of like, you know, admission of fault. Right. Like they should be like, I used steroids. I'm sorry. You know, much like Mark McGuire's done. Sammy Sosa has not done. Right. Um, But (laughs) because of of Devin's very point, that everyone was doing steroids back then. Like, you can't tell me that Bonds, Sosa, and Maguire were the the only only ones taking steroids. Everyone was taking steroids. They're just the poster child, That's the thing, though. It was the steroid era. Yeah, and so for my my take on that is, one, how much of it really made up their career? You know what I mean? Like, how much, like, was it that reason? You know what I mean? Like... Like for different guys, it's going to be different, but there's right. no way to measure that. I get that, and that's what's hard. So it's like, were they taking steroids just for like a couple years or like the entirety of the career kind of thing? But again, everyone doing it? Well, then if you look at it that way, that's where you got to be like, okay, well... They were still better than everyone taking yeah, PEDs. Yeah, so it's like, that's, that's, okay, yeah, so that, that's, yeah, that's where you look. So, okay, everyone's taking steroids. It puts you on a like. It's a level. It field. wasn't like they were the only ones yeah, doing it. Now it's it. like, okay, we're also this much better, even though we're all doing the same crap. Yeah. So I, I agree that, yes, they should be. Only if, though, it is, hey, we, I did this, it was wrong, and, you know, admission to fault. Yeah. But. And it's part of the history of baseball. Like, you, yeah. baseball can't pretend like Barry Bonds didn't hit more home runs than anyone else who's ever walked the face of the earth. Right. Like, that's a fact. Yeah. Like, Barry Bonds hit more home runs than anyone who has ever lived on planet earth. And baseball is just going to try to, to get like, rid ignore of that fact by not having Barry Bonds in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So, it's part of the history of the game. They should accept that. You don't have to embrace it. You don't have to encourage it, but you should at least accept it right. and acknowledge that, hey, these guys did some incredible things, but they may have only been able to do those things because of the, uh, I would don't, I hesitate to use the word benefit, right. of using steroids. <laughs> yeah. You know, Their bodies are not benefiting from it now. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds still look to be in great shape. Sammy Sosa, I don't know what's going on with him, but um, 
I mean, these guys came in. Everyone was using steroids. There's no way you can, can convince me that, you know, 90% of the league wasn't on steroids back then. Right. And so, like you said, Alex, that levels the playing field. Right. You know, there may have been a few guys. It's the same thing about how the Astros cheated, mm-hmm. but then there's cheating allegations against the Red Sox, against the Yankees, you know, and it's pretty much accepted that, hey, everyone was doing some form of sign stealing. Right. These the guys just years. decided the to do Astros it. The Astros just won. took it they, five steps further right. than it. They cheated else. better than you. It's <laughs> basically well, not what even, you're saying. Yeah, not even better, but they just took it further, further than right. anyone else was willing they to take it. They still did better than everyone else that was cheating. Yeah. But right. because they took the cheating further. Right. But the thing is, is you can't take steroids <clears throat> further. Yeah. You inject it. yourself with steroids, you've injected yourself <laughs> with steroids. There's not degrees of steroids. No. Like there's obviously different kinds, but you that do steroids, do so, yeah, you've that, done steroids. Right. It's so it's a little different than the Astros cheating at a whole different, you know, level than everyone else. So everyone's taking steroids, level playing field, and these guys were still able to do what they did. I think that deserves to be recognized and their accomplishments. They should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame with an admission of guilt, you know, like Mark McGuire's done. Mark, I mean, Mark McGuire's in the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's coaching and he or was coaching in baseball. I don't know if he still is, but he was the like hitting coach or bench coach for the Padres. Um, so and that is and th- that only happened after he admitted that he took steroids. Right. So I think if these guys were to come forward and say, hey, look, and that's kind of a big knock on why people are say Sammy Sosa is not allowed, hasn't been welcomed back to Wrigley Field is because he hasn't admitted that he took steroids and he continues to say that he didn't take steroids. Uh, but It'd be like Dwayne The Rock Johnson saying, I've never taken steroids. Crap. <laughs> like, yeah, I've never done that. If you but look the thing at those is, Sammy's, pictures... Sammy's, so Sammy tested positive in 2003. But uh, Rob Manfred, the baseball commissioner, has even come out and said, hey, the people who are on that list of 2003 positive steroid tests, we don't actually know if they were positive because there was a lot of things that were being tested for that weren't on the banned substance list. That they could have been, you know, legal, sub, legal, um, l- you know, legal, whatever it is. A legal substance. Yeah. Something. Legal substances yeah. that they were taking uh, that they then came back with a positive PED test. So Sammy Sosa, the only time, as far as I know, that he actually was tested and came back positive per, for steroids was 2003, which the commissioner said, everyone on that 2003 list, we don't actually know. Right. But I mean, so it's common belief, but it's not like Alex Rodriguez, where it was proven in, you know, that he took steroids or Roger Clemens, where it was like proven in a court of law. Like hey, Roger Clemens bum. literally went to the Supreme Court over like steroids. Yeah. So it's different than those guys. But I think if they were to come forward and say, yeah, I took steroids, you know, it helped. Don't, you know, obviously I don't encourage future generations and future players to do that same thing then they should be welcomed into the baseball. But then cough on your breath and say, but I was still way better than everyone else at that time. It was it's true, though. Steroids. Barry Bonds was so much better than everyone else. Right. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, still all way better than everyone else at that time at hitting. Yeah. And you just want to discredit them. Yeah. And when everyone was doing steroids. Yeah. Just because they were better on steroids than other people were on steroids. Right. Doesn't mean that they should be, you know, turned away. Do they talk about that at all in that in that 30 for 30? That the steroids and stuff like that, or no? Like the last is a weird. So it, watching it, it's weird, 
Because you're watching it and the whole time you know, like, these guys were on steroids. Are they just never going to mention it? And then the last 15 minutes, they're like, oh, by the way, they were on steroids. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> for your just, information. Yeah, just kind of like one of those, like, here, cite your sources at the end kind of thing. Yeah, like, we just but then wrap I, this up. All yes. those 550 feet home runs you saw, those were from yeah. steroids. <laughs> but then I listened to an interview with the director who was like, yeah, what I really wanted, the point of it was... I wanted to, you know, everyone has their opinion on steroids. We just talked about it. Everyone has their opinion. What I wanted to do was take people away from those opinions and just put them in the summer of 1998 to really experience it pretty much what it was like to be experiencing it at that time. So it follows them through the season, all the media, all the excitement, the fans, all that stuff. And it just pretty much just follows the season. Gotcha. And then at the end, they're like, Okay, but at the end, here's the facts that, you know, steroids were involved. You can make up your own conclusion, which I actually really liked after listening to him explain it and kind of looking back on it. I was like, oh, that's like actually nice. You know, you experience it how everyone else was experiencing it in 1998, because in 1998, people weren't right. like, man, the Sammy Sosa guys hit freaking 60 home runs. He's probably on steroids. It was just pure excitement wow. over Mark this McGuire and Sammy good. Sosa. Like, look at these guys. They're super. I mean. Sammy Sosa in Chicago in 1998, after Michael Jordan had retired, Sammy Sosa was like bigger than Michael Jordan that summer. Like that's how popular Sammy Sosa was in Chicago in 1998 and a couple of years after. So it just really puts you in that, in that time. And so it's cool. I like that a lot. I would pro I'm probably going to go rewatch it again just to watch it from that perspective rather than, you know, where are the steroid talk? Like, just really absorb what it was like for fans in 1998 and kind of go from there. Is but, it on Netflix? Um, It's on the ESPN app. I was going to okay. say, because I, I have ESPN Plus, I'm sure. Yeah, so do it. I. Okay. But I think you can, it's just on the ESPN. It app. should, because I don't, th I think the 30 for 30s are on just regular ESPN app for like a month and then they go to ESPN Plus. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I could also just give you my login. <laughs> that works. Um, Really quick. Because we're our time, we still have to bring in Tabo and Talmadge. <laughs> yeah, for our big segment. Let's go, baby. It's been a while, boys. You were chatting. Um, but a uh, real quick question. So, with sports coming back, baseball's back, NBA's coming back. Hope NFL. I don't even think they care. They're I mean, back. they just they're all the, all back. NFL said is they're just going to take that first like ten fifteen rows and put tarps on it and sell and it. then sell advertising and sell advertising which is, which is incredibly smart genius <laughs> yeah. it's genius but that's that's their plan um college football is iffy we'll see but with sports coming back my question to you is if there are no fans allowed would you rather see fan noise pumped into the stadiums or players uh mic'd up that's hard. Because I've been watching some English Premier League because mm -hmm. it's back. Right. And it's fan noise. And honestly, it wasn't as weird as I thought. And see, and I didn't think it would be. Because you don't really see the fans yeah. anyway. You're, yeah. you're just on the field. Yeah. And so my, I would rather, personally. Basketball would, might be a little different. but right. I would rather have fan noises, like for football at least. Yeah. But also, I still want to, I would like a little bit of the mic'd up because that's funny. Like some of these guys, when they get start talking crap to each other, I enjoy that. You just have to watch it on delay. Right. Because <laughs> we saw with the XFL how that goes. Yep. Yep. Um, Follow-up question. I also wrote this down and highlighted it. Uh, will fan noise be, like, altered or, like, specific to what's going on? So, like, if there's, like, a foul call or, like, a penalty oh. on the home team, will they, like, <laughs> pump in, like, booze? F you ref. Like, Actually, you know? yeah, you just hear, like, yeah. you Get son of a... <laughs> or is it just going to be, like, consistent cheers? You know, because it'd be weird, like, 
If it's just a consistent bet, cheers yeah, dude, and a ref comes going up and he's like it. holding on the yeah. offense and it's just still cheering. They've got these tech guys That'd that are guaranteed. Awesome if they like pump in like a bunch of people booing. Yeah, I bet you these tech guys have so many things that they're <laughs> working on. Like when someone scores a touchdown or like once someone breaks through and you know they're going to score but they're running from like the 40 in. Like yeah. you get that breakaway and the crowd starts to get louder. I guarantee you they've got that on lockdown. There's yeah. no way that they're just going to be like, just a and consistent, just a consistent like, just like the whole way through for four hours Ugh. or like when uh like if a wide receiver drops an open touchdown pass just like a bunch of like <laughs> disappointed <gasps> like sighs <laughs> you know just like ah. Ah. <laughs> like i just Shoot. i that, which would be awesome <laughs> yeah i think that'd i'm be... very curious to see what oh. it would be. i yeah. guess we'll find out with the mlb because they'll be starting first but yeah um they should do what they did in japan and put a bunch of Stuffed animals. Oh, yeah. Stuffed animals, Behind cardboard cutouts, and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I liked the cardboard cutout idea. Yes, I like that. And I've also told, I've also thought about cutouts. what they should do. Lots of this would be expensive. <laughs> but the thing is, is like people have already paid for season tickets. Yep. So what they should do is either A, so you if fans aren't, let's say for NFL, fans aren't allowed at NFL games. Uh, you offer the season ticket holders, say, A, we can refund you, or B, we put a cardboard cutout of you in your seat that you p- paid for, and then we'll put a camera in, like, the head, the eyes of the cardboard cutout. <laughs> like a big one with that, a, with, so you can see everything. With like- a unique login that you log in and you watch the game, you can stream the game from that camera. So Fan it's like you're, so it's like you're watching the game from your actual seat that you had paid for. I'd still want some sort of a refund because that might I be agree. A I, I would want some. Yeah. You're only paying one fourth of that. We'll, yeah. we'll refund you the whole thing or we'll refund you half and you get this specific login that's to a camera that is placed in your seat. I'd still just rather watch it on TV. Yeah, I was like, give me the full, give me my money. That'd be, back. Such that'd a be pain. pretty cool though. Maybe, Maybe but that'd be depending such on where you're sitting, like, what if you're in the corner and it's just like, well, well, why are you buying I, those seats anyway? Because at well, least it's different I've, when you're it's there, like, I'm though. Experience it, but now, now I'm on the camera, I can't see all the way in the other corner of that freaking field. You got a zoom button for me, bro? Like, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, you then maybe we might be talking about you want. Yeah. Listen. Maybe give me give me a drone. <laughs> Follow around <laughs> till it comes so, crashing so that's, down to that the fifty my, yard line. That was my idea for f- fan. How you can watch maybe. games if fans aren't allowed. There you go. Um. Okay. We're gonna stop. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, yes. We're going to welcome in Tabo and Talmadge. I think this may be the first time everyone's been on. All five of us. Oh, yeah, for sure. At least I think it lo- is. At least in a long time. But all five of us are going to be on. Very special segment coming up next. So stay tuned for that. All right. Let's bring in Tabo and Talmadge, all five of us, all five members of Beehive Sports on the same podcast, on the same call. Tabo, Talmadge, what's up, guys? Hey man, how's it going? Chilling. So we wanted, so we wanted to bring you guys on for a very special segment. Uh, we're gonna do bandwagoning, but we're gonna put our money where our mouth is. So we're gonna actually commit to the bandwagoning team. In the past, we've picked a team, we've picked a player, whatever uh, that we were gonna bandwagon. But then we always forget about it. We we pick, you know, whatever it is, the team. And then we forget about it for a couple months until suddenly they're good. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember I was rocking with LSU back back in September. Now they're the national championship. What's up? So we're going to actually commit. We're going to pick our teams and we're going to do everything that an actual fan does. So we're going to pick a team. Then we're going to buy 
If you haven't already, Alex already has. He's stu he's stoked. He's got a hoodie that he's going to present to everyone uh, when he announces his team. But <laughs> we're we're going to pick a team. Then you have to buy some gear. So a hat, a hoodie, a T-shirt, whatever it is of that team. You got to follow them on social media. You got to stay up to date with the players, coaches, what they're doing. Yep, you got to post about them. I just thought about okay. it. You got to post about you them. You got to retweet Instagram everything. Story, something. Retweet everything. You got to do something to show that you're a fan. And then um, once the season starts, hopefully we have a college football season. Once the season starts, you're going to have to watch their games. So as many games as possible. So it, obviously, like if your team, Alex, is playing at the same time as the, the University of Utah, you can watch the Utah game. Appreciate it. It's just you have to watch them as much as possible. Every opportunity you get. Uh, you also can't pick a team that you're already a fan of. So Alex can't pick Utah or Oklahoma. I can't pick Ohio State or BYU. Devin can't pick Auburn, Alabama or BYU. Tabo can't pick Utah. Al Talmadge can't pick Utah. Everyone on the same page? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's... Yeah, Let's start with Tavo. Your who this is like call it this is like a college commitment. Yep. You're at the table, there's five hats in front of you. Who are you picking? Well, honestly, this one was easy. You gotta you gotta pick Alabama's biggest kryptonite, and that is the Clemson Tigers. Tavo's rocking with the Tigers. And you already said you bought something, didn't you? Yeah, I'm holding it right now. What'd you get? I got a orange t shirt. Clemson with a paw in the middle. Nice. Um, the old school, the throwback. Uh, I like it. The classic look. Clemson Tigers. Tabo rocking with Clemson. Trevor Lawrence. All that good stuff. Uh, big ACC guy now, Tabo. So you're you're committed. <laughs> you're officially committed to the Clemson Tigers. Oh uh, yeah, I'm definitely rooting for them to win it all this year. All right. I mean, it's not like they haven't won it all in the, the last like three years. But I to like cop it. out, Tabo. Come on. Devin, you're about to pick freaking Alabama. <laughs> not Auburn. You're not picking Auburn though. No, I can't yeah, now. Yeah. Got <laughs> caught up. Got up. Let's go to let's go to Devin then. Devin, you just barely picked yours like 30 seconds ago, but who are you picking? Taking my talents to Penn State. Oh, there you go. Okay. The okay. Lions all year. Okay. I'm very, I, I, I'm very interested to see Devin in some Penn State gear. Mm -hmm. Do you have? Do Those you are have, some clean uniforms. So I, I don't have anything yet, <laughs> but I'm going to get following on Twitter and I'm going to order something. I like it a lot. Any idea? Why did you pick Penn State? Well, first off, I got caught up on Auburn. Yeah. I was going to do Auburn, but anyway. Can't do Auburn. Can't do Auburn. Uh, Alex, I was, I was in a scramble because we were about to start the segment. And Alex said, just look at the top 25. And I saw in the preseason top 25, Penn State. And I thought, wow, they have clean uniforms. I love their stadium. <laughs> I love the whiteout. I love how electric it is. And The Nittany Lions is a great nickname. Yeah. And Similar so colors thought, to BYU as well. So it's like, yeah. you got to, those scheme. are some clean uniforms. You so know. I thought, yeah, I'm going to follow them because, you know, they're always on the brink of the playoff. I like it. So, you know, I, I won't be, be let year. down too much. Could be the year, yeah. This could be the year. You know their <clears throat> coach's name? I don't. All right, so you got some work to <laughs> I'll do. I'll find you out. some work to do. Um, Talmadge. Talmadge was also brought into this a little late. This morning we texted him, talking to him about it. But he's got one. Talmadge, who are you committing to? So you guys talked to me about this. Uh, here's my here's my mindset. I was wanting to find a team that was kind of like in the middle. Obviously, I wanted a team that was still going to be good, but I didn't want a team like like Tavo picked Clemson. I think that's a <laughs> cop because they're going to be really good regardless. <laughs> 
So I wanted to pick a team that was going to be solid but not too good. Uh, I considered Iowa because on the preseason. That's a good one. Um, top 25, they're pretty in the middle. I think they're like 13 or 14. But after some consideration um, and uh, advice, I, I've picked the Michigan Wolverines and uh, going Coach Harbaugh. Let's go. go Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, no, Bats. That's what I like to hear, dog. It's, it's you better not pull a Michigan hoodie out of your freaking backpack, Alex. Just wait on it, bro. <laughs> Please do. Let's go, my guy. All right. Is this the year that they finally beat Ohio State? No. But that's <laughs> not what we're here for. <laughs> Uh, I don't like Michigan, but that is a very solid pick. We've got some Big Ten rivals now. Back, I mean, Devon, Penn State, Talmadge, Michigan. We're going to have to get together, all, all of us, for the Penn State-Michigan yes, game. Yes, let's go. We'll place a friendly wager on it. We'll <laughs> see. Um, Alex is itching to put on whatever sweatshirt <laughs> let's go. he's got. <laughs> do but, it, do but, it. But I'm going to go first. Yeah, do it. And then we'll save Alex for last because he's hyped. Yes. Um, Devon... I told Devin he couldn't pick Auburn, but that doesn't stop me from picking oh, Auburn. There we go. Oh, you dog. Let's so go. I've got, I've got my Athlon Sports college football preview. I got the <laughs> Auburn page open, and about half of it is highlighted. There you go. Of, te- of players and you know coaches and facts that I need to know about Auburn. We lost. We, I say we now. We, you're, you're on there. We lost our entire yeah. offensive line from last season. <laughs> there you go. We lost Derek Brown. Uh, but we got Bo Nix. Bo Nix, he's, he's good. A, he's a freshman superstar last year. We got the best wide receiver tandem in the SEC. Seth Williams is one of the guys. I know that off the top of my head. Um, and we got two of the coolest names in college football. We got Big Cat Bryant, defensive line. And we got, um, who was the other one? <laughs> Gus. Smoke Monday. Oh, Smoke Monday. So we got a safety by the name of Smoke Monday. Wow. And we got a defense lineman by the name of Big Cat Bryant. So I'm all in on the Auburn Tigers. I ordered an Auburn hat uh, last week. It's supposed to be here uh, on Saturday. So I'm going to be rocking with the Auburn Tigers. Devin, I told you you couldn't have Auburn, but I'm claiming Auburn <laughs> uh, for myself. Okay. But. So let's go Tigers, but not the War LSU Eagles, Tigers. baby. James Franklin is a better coach than uh, <laughs> there <you> Gus. Go. <laughs> Gus smells on. I know now. There you go, dude. He's learning already. Uh, oh, Alex, baby. Oh, baby. The time okay. is yours. I'm going to take my headphones off. Can't hear you. So just yeah, okay. here we go. Let's see it. I'll put it back on. I'll announce, who, I'll announce who he's picking. He's opening his backpack. Devin's got his phone out. He's, he's filming. I'm hyped. I'm excited Hold to see. Oh, oh, it looks red. It looks red. I'm thinking, I'm guessing it's Wisconsin. Is it Wisconsin? Hi. Hi. Uh, here it is. And Your I boy can't... is going. Oh, oh, Ohio State oh. University. Ohio State. Oh, Ohio gosh. State. We got another rivalry oh, to rock. Oh, my. Let's go. Man. Big, Let's go. Big Ten season is about Let's to go, be dude. popping. Oh, dude, man. I'm How's ready to win. Wow. That's I'm really re- awesome that we all picked the LSU, Talmadge, yeah. and I picked Big Ten. Listen, That's I'm ready gonna to be go. Fun. Ryan Day is leading us all the way, bro. Yes, sir. All right. Justin Fields, best quarterback in the land. Yes, sir. I ain't worried. Let's go. The Ohio State. The Ohio State. I definitely thought that that was a big W and it was going to be Wisconsin. Nah. Nah. (laughs) I couldn't do that. Badgers are the worst. Uh, man, Big Ten season's about to be popping yep. with the yep. sp- with the Beehive Sports crew. We're going to have to get together for Penn hey. State, Michigan, uh, Penn State, Ohio State, and Ohio State, Michigan. Taquan Robinson is the best. Robertson, I apologize, is the best QB <laughs> in the Big Ten. <laughs> I'm finding this out now. I like it. 
I like it a lot. The name, Tick You and Tabor now kind of rivals too because he picked Clemson and Clemson uh, cheated their way to a playoff win versus Ohio State this last year. Yeah. So. Hey, listen, man. I ain't worried. Ohio State gets dubs. We're bringing dubs. Yes, sir. Here it comes. Until Penn Welcome. State comes around. You know. I should have I worn my Ohio State hat. Let's go, dude. <laughs> now we can get together for this game, too. Oh, yeah. It's tight. We got lots of games now. We're yep. going to have to get together. Um, I thought just, it was Nebraska, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I turned it around. It was like, like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you do that to yourself? Does Auburn play anyone? That's no. <laughs> no. If someone would have picked North Carolina, oh, honestly, okay. I th- my hunch was that Tabo was going to pick North Carolina, but he went just one state south uh, to South Carolina and went with Clemson. Tabo, you let me yeah. down. You could have you could have picked North Carolina and we could have watched the Auburn North Carolina game. I mean, this is all based off of you know fingers crossed that college football happens. I got a comfy hoodie out of it. That's true. Sweatshirt, whatever. I got, and it looks comfy. sick. Thanks, man. I've Appreciate got more it. knowledge on Penn State football out of it. There you go. You know their head coach now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tabo and Tombage, thanks for joining us, guys. Of course. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, boys. All right. We'll talk to you a little bit later. Uh, Talmadge and Alex, so Talmadge was in on this. Talmadge and Alex are going to be starting a YouTube, not a YouTube channel. We already yeah. have the Beehive Sports YouTube channel, but a YouTube show yep. that we're going to be posting. Have you talked with Talmadge at all about this? Have you? A little bit. I mean, we haven't made much ground. Yeah. But so we're tell gonna, us a we're little f- bit about kind of the thoughts, your thoughts behind what's going to be going down. You know, I just think it's going to be some good playful banter between two good dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> haven't figured out a name yet. We're just gonna do something dope, though. How about playful banter. I yeah. got, I got a logo. Banter of play. Banter. I, I got a logo made. Okay, I'm I just, like that. I'm just waiting on the name so I can throw the name okay. on there. We'll figure it out. And if you um, got any good names, man, toss it our way. We'll see. Um, so you got it's just gonna be like a 10, 15 minute video each week. I'm gonna post it to the Beehive Sports YouTube channel, which you can access that via our website. Um, but yeah, it should just be something super casual. Me and Alex also are gonna start doing mini pods. Mm. So reactionary, uh, anything breaking news, we're going to do a quick, you know, t- 5, 10, yeah, 15 minute mini pod where we're going to talk about it. We're going to do it via Zoom. We're going to also record that Zoom call and post it to YouTube as well. So we're going to have some YouTube, vi- different different YouTube series going on. We'll, we also, you know, if we're reacting to something that's, you know, Denver Broncos or New York Yankees related, we'll bring on Devin if it's something... Uh, NBA related, we'll bring on Talmage. Uh, but me and Alex are going to be doing mini pods starting here soon. T- Alex and Talmage are going to be starting to do a YouTube show uh, every week. So it should be a lot of fun. We're going to have some good stuff. Now that sports are finally coming back, we had this whole quarantine. Uh, sports was not here. We were so deprived of sports. Now that once we get sports back, we're going to go all out on it. But uh, you can access, again, that YouTube is. We it's our pinned tweet on Twitter. So if you go to the Beehive Sports, Beehive underscore Sports on Twitter, you can access the YouTube channel from there, or you can go to our Beehive Sports website, uh, and that's got the link to the podcasts, uh, to our blog posts. Because we do, I do actually post some writing to the Beehive Sports website. So if you want to go, you can check that out. You can read what we got, uh, and and then you can also access podcasts and YouTube from there. So. Go check out the YouTube channel. Go subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you happened upon this podcast, subscribe, leave a review. we got a lot of good stuff coming up. We're back in the ESPN studios, so we're going to have some great podcasts. We're going to be more motivated now to record, so we're going to hopefully be recording on a more consistent basis. 
So check it out. Beehive Sports. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Like, subscribe to the podcast. Everything that these other podcasters tell you to do to their podcast, go do it to ours as well. Uh, we get, appreciate you guys giving us a listen, spending an hour of your time with us today. Thanks for listening. Peace.